The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right. Um, the president, Donald Trump, has been taken to uh, Walter Reed Medical Center. He was just airlifted from the White House uh, to the center. Um, all of this less than 24 hours since we found out that uh, that the president and the first lady had tested positive for COVID-19. Dr. Dwayne Brad is a professor of political science at Mount Royal University. He joins us this afternoon. Uh, Dwayne, this is, seems to be escalating rather quickly. Yes, yes, it does uh, in a number of respects uh, because they're talking about not just going to Walter Reed for a checkup, uh, but that he'll be there for several days. It should also be added that the White House isn't a normal house. It has medical facilities mm-hmm. in the White House. Um, and so the fact that he's having to be transmitted to Walter Reed is an escalation in the, in the situation. I was just reading a report online saying that uh, his symptoms have uh, increased uh, throughout the day, but he's still feeling okay. But the question is, Dwayne, how do we know, how do we sort this out, given the information that that we get from the White House on a regular basis? This this has been the, the problem all along. If you've had misinformation, exaggeration, downplaying the virus publicly while upplaying the virus privately to people like Bob Woodward, you don't know what's going on. And and as a result, when something really important happens, there's a lack of trust. Um, and so you're dealing, when you start to look at CDC statistics, and I, I tweeted this out this morning, um, of Americans, just of Americans, of those who catch COVID, um, less than uh, 3% find it fatal. But once you get over the age of 65, then it becomes 10%. And once you're over the age of 75, it's 20%. And Donald Trump's 74 years of age and has taken deliberate steps not to wear a mask, not to socially distance, and encouraging his staff his supporters to do likewise. Yeah, you know, it's it's been, you know, I, I've, I've, I've seen it described as callous and, and negligent. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Um, and that's why the interviews with Woodward were such a bombshell, because Trump is admitting in February that it's airborne and it's really dangerous. And then you listen to his public comments. Um, on the debate, the, the, the debate this week, mm-hmm. he mocked um, Joe Biden for wearing a mask. Um, there was a clear divide. There weren't that many people in the audience because they were socially distanced. But the Trump family didn't wear a mask. The Biden family did. Masks have become politicized in the United States. And if you wear a mask or if you don't, tells you a lot about your, yeah. your political leanings. And that's really so- unfortunate. So what does this mean for the campaign, Dwayne? We're we're a month out. Well, it raises the stakes. I mean, Joe Biden's, most of his campaign was about dealing with the coronavirus. Um, And now you have, um, you know, the president of the United States um, and people around him, Hope Hicks, his wife um, and and others uh, testing positive. If he quarantines for two weeks, as, for example, Justin Trudeau did. That means probably no more presidential debates 
or at least a virtual one, uh, it means no more rallies. It means no, um, you know, press conferences. So it really changes the complexion. And I can't help it, but imagine if the role was reversed. If uh, Joe Biden, who is even older than than um, Trump, if Joe Biden had caught COVID, not Trump, how would Trump be reacting? Dr. Dwayne Bratt joining me this afternoon, uh, professor of political science at Mount Royal University. I read a headline just a short time ago saying that this is the worst nightmare for the Trump campaign uh, because, as you mentioned, he has done everything to shift focus off the coronavirus, yet here we are. Now, he is back it's, in the headlines, which we know that he it's, likes, but not for this reason. Yeah, if 200,000 dead Americans wouldn't put a laser beam uh, on the coronavirus, having the president of the United States catch it will. And it, it prevents him from doing what he does best, which is the enthusiasm of his rallies, which is why he's yeah. kept doing it. Um, it, it. There's also an economic fallback, right? Yeah. Stock markets are tumbling. Um, Trump puts a lot of emphasis on the stock market. He praises, you know, 401ks in his rallies. So it's a real hit to a campaign that was already trailing and has been trailing for months. He needed to find a way of recovering. Um, and this just damages it even more. And remember, we're 31 days, 32 yeah. days away from a, a voting day. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's lots of questions about what happens if if he becomes incapacitated, if he if something were to happen to him, and you know the protocol with that, Mike Mike Pence, and he's tested negative, and and all of that. But well, boy, oh boy. it's a bit more complicated than that. Is it okay? Uh, <laughs> there's there's been some political science writing uh, because this isn't boy. one of my areas, but it's something I've read about in August. Started to to talk about what are some of these scenarios if. Um, something horrible happens to Trump and he wins the election um, afterwards, um, then it's simple. You know, Mike Pence becomes mm -hmm. uh, president of the United States. But what happens if he becomes incapacitated prior to Election mm -hmm. Day or between Election Day and Inauguration Day? And there's a lot of uncertainty. There is some, some theories, there's some ideas, but it becomes really complicated. For example, his name will still be on the ballot. People have already voted in the United States through early advance polls, through some mail-in votes. Um, every rule around putting a candidate's name on is done by a state at a state level. So it will differ state to state to state. And we have had scenarios where dead people have won election because their name is on the ballot and then depending on the circumstance the governor appoints someone in their in their stead afterwards that becomes Wait, a lot you... more complex when you're talking about the president of the united states this is yeah. unprecedented terrain for sure okay um before i let you go here what are you going to be watching for in the next 24 to 48 hours out of the white house well the one thing i've got on my screen right now is marine one sitting on the lawn uh, of the White House waiting for Trump to come out. How does he come out? Does he walk out? 
Is he coming out on a stretcher? Um, these are things that I'm looking for, and there's a reason that all the cameras are on that helicopter right now. Yeah. Uh, just how bad is this? What is going to be the response? Are there other people? We, we know, um, you know, his wife has tested positive. We uh, know that, for example, the president of Notre Dame University tested positive and we're thinking that this is all due to the rose garden ceremony last saturday where he announced the supreme court justice we now know the supreme court justice nominee had tested positive earlier in the spring uh, but is now recovered we know that hope hicks has tested positive so how mm -hmm. we we know that mike lee uh, a senator who was also at that rose garden ceremony has tested positive what about the people who were at that fundraiser in new yeah. jersey last night yeah what about what about Dwayne? lots of questions what about still to a be lot had of what yeah about? Yeah, absolutely. We'll be watching throughout the weekend. Thanks for joining me on uh, on short notice. I appreciate your time as always. Okay, you're welcome, Jalen. Yeah, you betcha, Dwayne Brett, joining us this afternoon again.